0: You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss.
1: I'm Ulysses Sombrano.
0: I am M. McCloskey. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first to listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel, at Rays, as well as all all of our social medias, X and Instagram. And email us anytime, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Well, Evan, Ulysses, we have some Rays news, but it's not good news. It's not cheering news. Um, Taylor Walls is questionable for opening day following hip surgery. So, another dilemma within the uh the recipe of the shortstop position with the whole wander mess and now taylor walls health uh the rays have some work for them this offseason i guess yeah and
2: it it does seem like taylor will be taking a part in spring training activities how how much he does we'll see i think i saw somewhere uh Kevin Cash will probably know by maybe the beginning of December where they're sitting with him. Uh, It seems like he might jump out on the I.L. to start the season, but maybe he's back like mid-April, end of April sort of deal. So there's a chance that the Rays might say he's going to be okay and we can go internally to fill – Twenty some odd games. If they don't want to just get a better shortstop, period. Uh, so you know, because you you have to go through this offseason, not accounting that Wander's going to be back. So that was
1: my question: Is this assuming that Wander doesn't come back? Um, then that this is how you
2: would this is how you would go about it. I think yeah. I think you have to attack the offseason as if Wander was not coming back, unless they know something we don't. Uh, right. which is very possible because they right. should know everything. Uh, but it, it, let's say that they don't really have an answer or when this is going to come to fruition. They have to prepare for the season without Wander. And if he does come back, great, good problem to have um, because you just slide him into short and then whatever addition you had, you know, you, you, have to, you have to probably get someone who is able to play shortstop and then also move to... Other positions, I, the the Rays really could use a super utility guy.
0: So Next another term, Taylor Walls, basically. Isn't that, that uh, yeah? Well, Tal- Tal- this is, well no, Not because Ta-
2: because Taylor Walls doesn't play the outfield. I'm talking about oh, everywhere. So a vidal so, so Bruhan, a a good what, what, a, a productive Bruhan with what they thought Bruhan was going to be. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So Boys, you're talking
0: I about, I mean, this guy isn't like, oh my gosh, we love to have this guy, but he would fit the qualifications you're asking for. Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. Is that what you're talking about? I, I can. That's the only guy I can think about that can do all that.
2: Something like that, yeah. And I understand he's not a sexy name. Uh, go talk to any Yankees fans about IKF. Uh, it doesn't have much power, but he is someone who can play – everywhere uh, including catcher um if if need be and he wouldn't become a waste per se if wander does come back right you like let's say you look at the shortstop market it's not very strong so let's say ahmed rosario paul de young whatever um those guys are stuck there for the most part like maybe you can move in the third i don't know if you move in any of them the second really maybe you can't but like In the end, that's really been their positions. Uh, So Wanda comes back, they're just relegated to a backup role. You made a signing that they're just insurance. Instead of making a signing of where they can fill in and play in a multitude of different ways that still helps the team, which is how we know the Rays like to do things, is that they don't want, you know, it's why they were, willing to part with a guy like Nathaniel Lowe, why they were willing to part with a guy named Kyle Manzardo. It's just guys who can do less in the field. They, they're they not valued as highly, not to say that they haven't held on to Harold Ramirez the past couple of years, but you know, there's only so many of those guys you can keep on a roster and, and, and that number has to be very, very low. So that's to me, I think the way that I would attack this because you need time to bridge the gap for probably Carson Williams to come up, and while I know uh, the glove is certainly excites me and probably ready, the bat is far from it. Uh, he's a very exciting player, but the K rate is way too high, and he's got to go. Th- he's got to go through his steps. Love him as a as a future prospect. I think you know, he'll be a nice impact player uh, in this home mechanism at some point but i don't think he's a realistic option for next season i know people say junior caminero plays short my guess is he's going to start the year in triple a and you know he's i don't think he's a shortstop at the next level and i don't think you want to screw with with a guy like caminero to try to put him into a spot that's not 100 percent comfortable and then have him face some failures in the field that are going to affect his bat, maybe. So there's a isn't reason why... What, isn't that what
1: AAA is about? To to get these kind of aversions to the player so that they're able to, you know, overcome mm-hmm. them and, and be better prepared for MLB?
2: Well, for I mean, Camonero has to play there first. Uh,
1: so even if you... Right, so if he starts next year at AAA, I mean.
2: Yeah, I mean, you can try that. Here's my thing. First off, I watched Camonero when he came up. And watched him in batting practice, fielding practice. Didn't look great, in my opinion. Uh, Now, that's not to say that maybe he was just coming up jitters and all
0: that stuff, but it could very well be that. I mean, you're talking about a guy who had a handful of major league games under his belt. It is a different. It's humans. I mean, 20 years old,
1: 20. He can't even drink.
0: And I agree with you. Right.
2: But the whole point is, can he fill into the role next year? And that's my my thing is, is that maybe he can mature into that role when he has some experience. But you have to set him up for success. And I don't think putting that shortstop does that. Yeah. Uh, so I think there's a reason why at the minor league level they move them from shortstop to third base. OK, I think there's a reason behind that. And it, I, I,
1: couldn't I, I, you say that the reason behind that was because they thought they had a shortstop gold Glover six war player locked in there for the next eight to 10 years. Sure.
2: But I'll tell you this, they can continually ride him out playing shortstop. It's easy peasy to move on over to third, uh, moving from short to third is a piece of cake. Moving from third to short is a different bag of beans. So, sure.
0: and maybe um, they, they saw it where it was like, not everybody can be, Pigeonhole square peg round hold into a shortstop. Sometimes you either are or you aren't. And maybe Camanero's is that guy of no, he's a corner infielder. That's what he is. You I mean, can't try it, to force it.
2: it. And that's my thing, right? Like they didn't move Carson Williams to to third base because he's got an elite glove and he and they, they want to put him there. You know, like they're they have drafted a lot of shortstops and and they middle infield and that's where they're going to keep them and it's me reading the tea leaves is that if they really moved him over in the minors to third, my guess is that's probably where they project him. Um, because if they wanted to work on that stuff and not like he's never played shortstop, but like if they wanted him to work on those things, they would bounce him around. And my guess is with a prospect like that, they want him to feel as comfortable at whatever they project him to be. So, yeah.
0: My my point it, it, I is I a little would bit differently than others. I would put him, and I know we're really hurting for shortstop now. Evidently, uh, I would try to foster Camonero wherever that bat can play and wherever he will be most comfortable in the field, so he can do what he needs to do at the plate. I think that bat is too too special, too elite. Um, to to try to mess with that, where if he's having to focus on, you know, mastering shortstop or whatever it is.
1: I feel like uh, all I heard last year was Walls should play shortstop. Let's move Wander to third. Let's move Wander to the third. Oh my god, I just need Walls to play shortstop. Then the year passes, and then we got Wander playing all-star level, Gold Glove caliber shortstop, and he was 22 this year. All I'm saying is, this kid is 20. He actually has played three games in the Dominican Republic this winter. I hope, this is my hope, I hope they give him the chance to play some shortstop. 20 years old, let's see what you have. Hey, after six months of trying this out, it didn't. You're still... You, you're Jonathan Aranda on, on on shortstop, fine. Okay, maybe let's move you to third. Not quite third. like that. your right. Curtis needed at shortstop? You know, I'm just saying, like, you have a very athletic guy, and you have a guy, guys, right now that is so motivated after having a little bit of taste of MLB. He's athletic, and, uh, and you know that the work ethic's going to follow him, so just give him the big, chance. He's a big dude.
2: Even a rod moved
1: over to third base, you know, yeah. but just... a rod moved after playing shortstop, what eight years? Kyle because,
2: but he was also uh very skinny. And then, yeah, before was... the
0: steroids kicked in, a rod was yeah. you know six foot three and 180 pounds. Yeah, oh, you
2: know, Cruz
1: is playing shortstop and he is bigger and taller and skinnier but than he is
2: lanky, it's, it's and he's also got like he throws 100 miles per hour from short, so he's able to make up. For,
0: my, my point is We're looking at the bell curve. O'Neill Cruz, there's not O'Neill Cruz's arm my
1: All I'm saying is, if O'Neill Cruz can do it, I don't think you can be. Hey,
2: Jimmy is too tall for this position. I'm telling you, I know everybody wants him to play there, and if they felt like it was comfortable enough to play there at short, he would be more of an option. I don't think at this moment he is ready. And he will have opportunities in spring training to dance over there and prove that narrative wrong. I don't know if we'll see it in a spring training game, but they'll dance him around. They'll see what he's got. And the fact is he still needs to reprove himself at AAA level and prove that he can kind of dominate that pitching and prove that this past year wasn't a a fluke. I don't want to say that he's going to stink next year. That's not my point. My point is he was like, you know a, a top one hundred prospect who catapulted to top five in yeah. in one yeah. season. So like, is he that dude, or is he, or was this like the best prospect year we're going to see out of him, and he's really kind of that top. 50 100 dude so again very good don't get me wrong it's just like it's the difference between like he shows up in triple A smashes it has to come out has to come up at the end of April or is it like oh we're gonna wait till the middle of the season and bring him up so that's kind of like where I'm at and and we won't really know until we see all that in full but again um, I would caution everybody to just say Camonero shortstop I personally don't
0: see it happening Next year. We have more to discuss on this, but first we have to tell you this. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning five dollar money line bet. That's a hundred and fifty bucks if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right this moment. The app is super easy to use. And there's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props over unders and beyond. So visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N and kick off the NFL season the right way. The only way Uh, FanDuel, they are the official partner of the NFL. All right, Evan. So fast forward. Late March. Early April, whenever opening day is. I'm sure the schedule's already been released. I haven't looked at it, but who is starting opening day? Who is the opening day starter at shortstop for the Rays in 2024? Is it uh, Paul DeYoung? Is it Ahmed Rosario? Is it Oslevis Basabe? Is it Junior Camanero? I mean, you already said he's going to be a triple A. Is it Isak Paredes getting a spot start? Like, where do they go now? I.
2: uh, I mean, at this point, I'm going to say it's Basabe. I like. I'm going to say it's Basabe. Um, that's underwhelming. I'm just going to throw I, it out I, there. Part of me thinks that that's like do saying
0: it. you're opening day. You're. You're. Hey, here's who we have. Week one at quarterback, Kyle Trask.
2: I just look. I, my 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 gut is. I think they'll trade, but uh, you know, I can't give you a name. So uh, I, I think that they'll. How bad they, is
0: that? That we are here and we. We don't even have – we don't know who the starting shortstop is going to be. Well, I don't it's, think it's how bad. I mean the, you, you had – No, it's off, a bad you, situation. No, no, no. It's not no, like you – know, yeah, yeah, it's a bad, it's a bad situation. Bad where, yeah, for sure. You know, yes. Yeah, yeah. We, like, we I don't could, blame the organization. What we should have been doing was penciling in Wander Franco as the, the opening starting shortstop until 2035. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it
2: drastically – I mean, right, like – and Wander is a difference maker to this team. He just he he is that superstar level scare the crap out of you type of hitter, um, who was he's also healthy. he's himothy. Yeah, he's has the potential to be. Um, but yeah, no, the the Rays are in a real tough position because now this is back to back seasons where realistically they've they've lost their shortstop. Wander was injured two years ago for most of the season. Then last year he missed the back half, uh, so. Including all the stuff behind the scenes, which uh, is a whole nother layer to this crap. But yeah, the the Rays are in trouble uh, because well, now we, they, they don't really have. I mean, Yandy Diaz is is amazing, but they don't really have that like next superstar type guy coming up through the system. They need they need they have a lot of really need, good people.
1: They need Yandy to stay healthy for the next two years so that contract. Is is great, and then God gives two years for Xavier Isaac to cook, cook, cook in the minors, and then hopefully put up a a, a fight for for that spot. Now, I want to ask you both, what would be most surprising to you in 2024, Oslavis Basabe starting at shortstop, or a trade candidate that you're like, oh yeah, I think I like his numbers in Fangraphs kind of guy at shortstop, like what would surprise you the most? Let's go with Kevin first.
0: Oh, what would surprise me the most? Yeah. I would say Basabe being the opening day shortstop, just based on, and I know this is going to be an ongoing topic, just based on some of the trade assets that the Rays have, um, I could see them uh, acquiring a name or two. I, I just, I would say just like, we have the World Series odds of um, the Rays or the field. I would take the field over Osleves Basabe being the opening day starter.
2: See, I, and you asked me who, so I chose Basabe. But if I can choose the field, I, then I choose that option. You know, I, I think they will make a trade. I, I threw it out there on, on Twitter, X, whatever. Um, personally, I think the Cardinals are a perfect match for a trade for glass. Now, if he were to be dealt since historically, it's just what the Rays do. Even if they are thin at starting pitching, they tend to seek out the assets and keep the, the keep the mechanism moving forward. Um, and, and my name is, is Brendan Donovan, uh, not, uh, I mean, for, for glass now, I know it's not going to really garner a lot of, oh yes, uh, opinions, but he's, uh, he was, he was injured last year back to back, like two something war seasons in his first years uh, at the major league level, he won a gold glove for utility player his first year in the league. He hits for average. He, you know, he's kind of not as good as as Harold is hitting for average, but he can fill that void of like making contact and, you know, actually like, pushing people over because he can get singles and doubles. Um, And not to mention, he's not um, arbitration eligible until 2026. So to me, it makes so much sense to trade Glass now for him because he's the exact piece you're looking for. A super utility guy who can play anywhere on the field and the infield or the outfield. You can put him anywhere. And he at least gives you contact, which I think this team is missing. So is that a step down for the Rays, um, considering what Glass now could be? 1,000%, because he's a Cy Young caliber arm. But if you're thinking about the long view and the fact that Donovan can also slip into any sort of role as he gets older, um and you pretty much have four years of him before he starts making like real money. Then, to me, it makes a lot of sense for what the Rays do moving forward. So,
1: if if, if you can get Donovan without trading Glass now, I'm I'm all about it. And I and and I'm sure that the Rays front office could potentially come up with a, with another package that's Glass. And I just feel like um, I think a lot of the the time we're we're focused on like you gotta it's like a hot potato. Oh, oh! It's it, you gotta get rid of it so you can get the prospects, so you can refill the farm yeah. system. And I feel like we have to also remember as race fans that you lived through the Alex Cobb contract all throughout, and then guess what? You offer him the qualifying offer, he denies it, and then somebody would say like, "Oh, they just got a pick. That pick was Shane McClanahan." So you don't need to trade your assets before that's not the only way that you can replenish yourself i think if you're serious and you were there in that room when neander and company were all like we can run it again and we would have the flexibility i'm gonna take them at their word i'm gonna take them I at don't... their word that they can do that because if not then
2: what are we doing i don't th- see everyone makes this out to be a, a money thing I think that they just look at things from a very black and white standpoint and Tyler glass now is always hurt. And it's one of those things of, can we get something of value for a piece, which we're not going to resign next year, most likely. And B who we fear always gets hurt. So is does one year of Tyler glass now make more sense than having the excess years of brandon donovan when that's kind of what they've been searched that's what they hoped vidal Bruhan could be and yeah, so it didn't happen know, and it's just like to them i think donovan does a lot more for this team uh even like again he's the exact piece where if you don't have Wander, he can play short. Uh, if, if, you know, you need to sit your outfielder for a day, he can head out there. It's just like, as the team evolves over the next three to four years, he should always be able to slip into those plans. And I think that's kind of what they need when you're trying to like figure yourself out for the future. It are those type of dudes. So I don't want to say that they have to trade glass now. They don't. I just don't know if they think that the price meets what they're looking for because they have a lot of starting pitching injuries. We all know that, right? The odds are glass now is going to be a part of that clump at some point next season. So to say that you believe that glass now is going to make it from game one to the playoffs if they make it, It it's a bit far fetched because it's never really been done in his career,
0: right? So,
1: so the the question is, what is twenty five million dollars worth to the race? Is it twenty starts? Is it twenty five? Is it thirty?
2: I mean, well, what is it t- to them? What is the point, $25 million to them? But the point is, it's not about the $25 million and is that too much. The point is, can we take that $25 million off the books? Can we find someone who fulfills a role that's important to us? And then does that give us flexibility to find another one of those one-year deal pitchers and um, that we can bring in to kind of solidify or maybe they take that 25 million and they get two guys this time around. And they say, we're going to get two guys for a year and, and wait for our guys to kind of build themselves back up and then, you know, do something there. There's a multitude of different routes, but it's not, um, it just, it's, it's, it's thinking through things in a more like just reasonable, uh, does this make sense? Is this stock worth the risk? Do we want to just cash out? It, it, it there, it, it's not as so, so simple. Of like, Stu doesn't want to keep this out the, the the number where it is, so get rid of it. It's just, do you think that this club, as constructed, is ready to go all in and win a World Series? Um, I have my
0: doubts with all the injuries they already have entering the season. So. Well, now we know o- that opening, have- day, opening day, opening date shortstop 2024 for the Rays. Joey Wendell, <laughs> he's coming back. He could, he's a free agent yeah. this year. He played uh, 110 games at shortstop for the Marlins. I don't know if Marlins fans were happy with this
1: shortstop play.
0: Hey, at least he didn't have hip surgery.
1: Well, there's that. Um,
0: yeah, so it's uh it's a quirky situation for sure. Um, and I'll just say this as an aside for Taylor walls. Um, I think the rays love them some Taylor walls and if, and when he recovers from this, uh, hip issue, he's going to be in a Rays uniform for for a long time to come. That's my opinion anyway. He's a free agent in 2028, I think. I would imagine uh, he's going to be in a Rays uniform for several more seasons.
2: I'm actually
1: working on not a thesis per se, but I'm working on a presentation on showing you uh, very ugly numbers and comparing them to Taylor Wall. So that's my off-season plan.
2: And I will show it to you all in an episode in the future i will say this i I don't agree with that kevin it could be true but Mm. if he if he doesn't if he doesn't show any ability to hit the ball at the major league level this year coming off of surgery um it's the carson uh, williams show i mean eventually it, it just you you can't like you just i don't care how good his glove is maybe he can be a backup but like, I don't care how good your glove is. You gotta hit the freaking baseball. Like at some point you like, you know, it is like Ray Ardonia stuff here, and I think Ray Ardonia is at least hit for average. I mean, like
0: yeah, he did, yeah. if I recall. I mean, he was like a two seventy hitter, two sixty five hitter. No, but
2: that's what I'm saying. Like he, uh, what was his?
0: Whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, folks, trivia
1: is coming up, in name it better not, better not war. be your. If that's your I, name, that war. Get I out need out of
2: here. y'all to shut
1: your baseball references down right now. Okay. Is it it's Ray, it's
2: Ray not- Cannot be your guy.
0: It's. I need it. To be shut down
2: immediately. Okay. That's a good seven.
0: segue because before you get to name that war, I have a trivia <laughs> oh, question God. for you two jokers here. Uh, and it's uh, a lot of these guys on this list could hit uh, because in front of me, thank you for playing the uh, backdrop music there. No problem. Um, there are, let me count real quick one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 9 10 11 12 13 14 15 16 okay there are 16 individuals who have hit at least 15 grand slams i need five of those 15 individuals
2: so wait so there's 15 15 players who have hit
0: 15 what was this yes yeah, there are I believe 16 is what I said. Uh, 16 six, okay. total players who have hit at least 15 Grand Salamis. Right. Robin
2: Ventura's season. one.
0: That would be correct. He has 18. Manny Ramirez. That would be correct. He has 21. Oh, man. Um, no pitchers were- on this list. David Ortiz, Ulysses B. David here. Ortiz, is that your guess? Yeah.
1: Strike one. Oh, I was going to say him. Okay, it's okay. Don't feel bad about it. I was going to say it
0: next. Anyway. Jim Tomei. Jim Tomei is your guess, and that is not a good one. Strike two. Well, it's a good Mother... guess, but he's not on the list. Alex Rodriguez. Yes. Alex Rodriguez, numero uno on this list with 25 of those. Okay. 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 Three names, need two more. You're down to your last strike.
1: Protect. Protect. So go with easy names. Would you think Bonds is one? Bonds seems like a good
2: pick here. He has has so many of them. He has so many. (laughs) He had to hit
1: 15, right?
2: Or did he just keep getting walked when in the baseball? Maybe. maybe. He was just a nobody ever
1: talks about it. He was just a solo homer guy. Um, Barry Bonds.
0: Uh, Evan was onto something there, getting walked with the bases loaded, because he is not on this list. Strike three.
2: Was I'll Hank run through Aaron? the
0: names here: Arod, Lou Gehrig, Manny Ramirez, Eddie Murray, Willie McCovey, Robin Ventura, Jimmy Fox, Carlos Lee, Al uh, Caballo, Ted Williams. Uh, I've never heard of this guy. Maybe you all have. Hank Aaron. Uh, I said, see, I said, I,
2: yeah, we we you know, went we went too about late. Him. We went we went too late on the 500 plus yeah. home run hitters. Yeah.
0: Dave Kingman, Albert Pujols, again, these names, no idea who they are. Babe Ruth? Uh, shut Tim up. Ken Griffey Jr.? Ah. He's on my shirt. Yeah. Ryan Howard, and then now this is a surprise. This will throw you all for a loop. Richie Sexton. <laughs> wow. 15. Look at that. All right. That was a really good question. That was a Thanks.
2: really. Uh, we were too late to the 500 plus home run. Yeah. If you would have gave us five guesses, we would have got it. Yeah. Well, most Race of it.
1: Good, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, you know, the, now we're to the final portion of today's episode, which is when we play Name That War. And that, if you've never seen this segment of the show, is when we pick a player from the past and we try to guess their baseball reference career war. Okay, and today's player of the past, well, guess what? Ray Ordonez. You know him. You love him. He is now a manager in MLB, and this man has not one but two World Series rings that he probably polishes, I would, every Friday evening. His name is Craig Council, what is Craig Council's career war according to Baseball Reference?
0: Um, does he get a My, couple bonus points for his awkward stance? You I, could, like,
1: you, yeah, I think he did.
2: What a council play! Did a council play like ten years? I'll go. I'll go 7.7.
0: Oh, that's a really good guess. I'm going to prices, right. You, I've had this number percolating in my head. Eight, eight is what I have. He might've played 10 years, maybe 11, maybe 12, but he was a bit player. He was a part timer. I don't know if he ever got more than 350, 400 at bats in a season. I could be way off on that by the way, but, um, the point stands. Yeah. I think, uh, He's, he's under double digits for his career war.
1: Well, Kirk Council is an NLCS MVP, by the way. He played 16 years. His career oh, slash line was yeah. 255, 342, 344, no power whatsoever. An OPS mm-hmm. of 686, OPS plus of 79. But this man, boys, his career war is a fat 22.4. What I just threw a wow. change up, I threw a change up in Name
0: That War, and it looked yummy. Yours I I really underestimated him, although I was somewhat right. There weren't many years where he had like 500 or more at bats, it was a lot of like 300, 330 type and numbers. And yet, I mean, he was impressive, man.
2: Oh man.
1: It's really that big year that he had in in 2005 uh, with a 5.5 WAR season, 726 OPS, uh, nine home runs. He had 26 stolen bags. I mean, Holy good God. career, great career, I would say.
0: Wow, I, oh, a no. unique career. <laughs>
1: A unique career. Dude, you're, you're a two-time World Series champ. You have an L- NLCS MVP award. You're more than 20 war. You played 16 years he in the was, league.
2: You know what? He was a better glove than I thought. He you know what? He might base,
0: shortstop the, third. The war-to-home run ratio may never be greater than Craig Council. 22 war in 42 homers. That's, Who else yeah. can say that? Yeah, Not a lot of people.
2: That's wild.
1: Luis Castillo? Maybe? Yeah. I maybe can't. Juan Pierre. I can't Pierre? I
2: can't. He had one season where he hit north of five homers. Nine, yeah, in
1: 2005, yeah cool all right well that was name that war uh that was evan, a good one
2: that was a really good one
1: thank you evan why don't you tell the fine folks that listen and watch on youtube and hit that subscribe button people it's for free and you just hit help it. Us. come on just do that that's just nice it's just nice to hit that subscribe it's it's, button.
2: it's respectful
1: it's respect mm-hmm. and hit that like why you're right there um where can people find your work evan
2: uh, mostly on Twitter at Ekloski that's C-L-O-S-K-Y. You can also go to 10 Uh, we got the Buccaneers and the Bolts full swing right now. And, um, so, so we're hammering right through that, especially the Buccaneers who, if they don't get something done in the next four weeks here, um, we could be fully onto the lightning season. So, uh, USF also pushing to be uh, bowl game eligible.
0: Oh Yeah. I think, I think they're going to get six wins. So for the I, first time since 2009, something like that, rather. Uh, uh, well, well, 19, I think where well, it was 19 when Charlie strong took them there. Yeah. Uh, me, Willie Taggart, Charlie strong. It's been so long. Charlie strong has had like five job, or, or Willie Taggart has had like five jobs since yeah. the bulls last made a bowl game. Yeah. Um,
2: so. yeah, Charlie, Charlie strong really took that program down South. Um, but yeah so all that stuff is uh you know and we got our show the blitz every sundays at uh 8 in the morning on 10 tampa bay um we have a very special guest coming up on november 12th uh it has not been announced yet i'll announce it here we got cameron break coming in oh, for the show. And good tampa Taylor, oh tampa bay legend um so we're gonna hear kind of his insights and stuff. So that'll be a fun episode. That's coming up in two weeks. So, uh, but I, but I highly advise you you watch and um, Rose cooking up some stuff fun as we gotta get through this baseball off season until well it's not the off season yet. World Series still going on, but soon, mm-hmm. uh, and, and uh, you know they'll gotta get to December and the winter meetings, and then you know February will be here before we know it. Can people watch the Blitz on YouTube? they can they can watch it on youtube they can watch it on your favorite streaming device app it's on 10 tempa bay plus so um yeah even if you don't want to even if you can't dvr it you don't live in our area that's okay you can watch it online
1: cool yeah nice
0: however you watch it i'm sure evan appreciates it for sure (laughs) all right hope you all have a wonderful day stay safe and we will talk to you next week